Hey guys, welcome back to TVTS. I am your host, Ritendo. I am joined by a special guest today, but before I let her introduce herself, I just have a message from Diana. She's coming back soon, guys, and so is Darlington. I miss my team, um, but we will be back as soon as the lockdown is over. And I won't get too much into that. So let me introduce my guest. Her name is Mercilyn Watama. And I'm going to let her introduce herself because, you know, I don't want to undermine any of her work. And she'll tell you a bit more about herself. And we'll see why she's here in a bit. Hi, Mercy Lynn. Hi, Rutendo. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate it. I'm so happy. No problem. Uh, please tell us a little bit about yourself. All right. My name is Mercy. Full name Mercy. I am 24. Actually, I'm 24, but I just have to say I'm 24. <laughs> I'm turning 24. I am an entrepreneur. I have two brands that I co-own. Transformational Eka. I'm a mom to six years old now. <laughs> and <laughs> Mom yeah, of the Year and... Award. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and I also run a female empowerment for Instagram. Wow, that is so beautiful. How come I'm not part of this female empowerment group? You, we, we I'm always advertising it. I don't know how you Really? Oh, I thought it was yeah. like for the select few. So like anyone no can join, right? No, ma'am. Oh, okay. <laughs> More awesome. than welcome. <laughs> okay, awesome, awesome, awesome. Um, all right, so let's get straight into it. Um, yo. So your story deserved a whole podcast. Yeah. <laughs> before we even get into the story. Mm-hmm. Um, what made you want to tell it? What made you want to tell your story? I think what made me want to do the fact that I've told it before and the impact mm. that I saw it have without blowing my own was <laughs> remarkable. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Because there aren't a lot of people. What I'm always saying is there aren't a lot of people from where I come from in my community who speak Mm. about such experience, you know? Yeah. They have been through it. I know a lot of women have been through what I've been through, older than me, some are even younger, but somehow there's this silent culture. And when I spoke up, remarkable, it it almost had like an effect. Someone else get me too. Almost like that Me Too movement, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like we give each other a voice. We speak yeah. about our experience. Someone mm. else has seen and the other heard. The other person stood. It just it sparks. I think that's why I wanted to. Yeah, that is so true. Um, that is so true. Usually when you tell your story, you realize that, well, you're not the only one actually going through this. Mm-hmm. And there's almost a sense of comfort when you guys come together and you share your experiences as well as solutions, perhaps. And yeah. so thank you for coming out to tell us your story um okay so what is the story people i'm sure people are now wondering you know what is her story i want to hear her um, story mm -hmm. um and this one is deep i'm you know gonna try not to get all emotional and stuff uh yeah so so, my um, story oh yes i mean my story is deep so i'm not gonna go into too many too many details i'm gonna highlight like the pivotal points of my yeah. story yeah. you know without because if we want to talk talk we could be here all day <laughs> <laughs> yeah know? i understand but getting right into it guys i mm. was born in in you know a big family when you have a lot of step siblings this is a very yeah. common culture and so i was yeah. born in a very big family but i'm the first born mm. so i've seen a lot more than my siblings have seen 
and yeah. I was born in in a family that doesn't be positive. Now, disclaimer yeah. before I get into it, I love my so much and they're mm-hmm. amazing, but yeah, we just see life in a different way, and I will accept them for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically, their love language is very negative. You know, we grew up in families where you know you're being attacked for any slight wrong thing. Things like yeah. "I love you" and hugs are not common. In fact, yeah. they are scarce. they're not present at all and I grew up around domestic abuse I grew up around physical mental but I observed it this was not inflicted upon me this type Mm. of abuse it wasn't inflicted on me but I observed Mm. it that was what was in my space this is what my space consisted of seeing and experiencing domestic physical and mental abuse and everything around me i'm talking every single home that i could um call a family extended home you know we have relatives and relatives almost all the spaces around me were embedded with the same culture so there was no safe space to be a kid to enjoy life yeah but i used to go to my grandma's house so many times uh for holidays etc etc this is my grandma for my mom's i love her to Mm. death she's my yeah she's my biggest hype right now yeah. my life. <laughs> yeah i love that and yeah. i used to go i used to go to her house and when i was i think between the ages of six and nine i was sexually molested yeah sexually abused by an extended i only discovered a couple of years ago that this person is actually a relative i didn't know at that point because wow. there's this thing where you live you know when you live in this neighborhood and your friends live in the same area as you so you always are playing near the certain house that's your yeah. point that's your yeah. meeting point with your friends so this man lived in this said house that was close to and you know yeah. he would always call me in and say this is our little game and i was sexually molested i don't know how i don't know and i buried i yeah. deep within my subconscious yeah. to the point where at some point because i buried it because mm. i didn't understand what was going on and yeah. i think as i grew up and began to understand i wanted to yeah because i can't have been going through that too also all the other yeah in my but fast forward you know you grow up you know you toughen up and you grow up and at about 16 i got pregnant when i say i went from virgin by virgin i mean consensually because i had never given her sex right yes violated so from a consensual virgin to pregnant i'm not joking (laughs) literally the first time guys yo (laughs) (laughs) it's ridiculous hectic (laughs) because no cap you'll be like but god i know people who do this every (laughs) day And it's like the one time. The one time. My first time. I didn't even enjoy it. (laughs) It was Yeah. And I had literally come from a girls' boarding school to a mixed. Mm. um, I'd come from a girls' boarding public school to a mixed private school. Oh my gosh. I can imagine. Girl, before (laughs) I even enjoyed my stay at that school, boom. Sexual first time sex. I didn't even enjoy. It was basically just like that is done. <laughs> oh my gosh! And wow. The funny thing is, I never took a pregnancy test. I knew. Serious. Uh, like two weeks later, oh I just gosh. knew, and I never took a test throughout. Never did. Wow. But I was a boarder in my school right yeah and no one knew i told the guy he denied mm. it he was like wow. oh, are you pregnant have you taken a test and me now i'm like no 
I didn't even know about protection. How are you going to ask me about pregnancy tests? I'm a 16 blank year old child. Yeah. Yeah. You know, no possibility of even walking into any store to buy a pregnancy kit. We yeah. didn't even use protection. <laughs> yeah. Now tell me about a pregnancy kit. I didn't even know about protection to be honest. I knew there were things like condoms, but this is like yeah. a taboo topic. Yeah. You know? it, it really is. It really is. It mm, really is. You know. It's funny yeah. because we can talk about sex but we can't talk about condoms it's no way so, <laughs> i feel like to even talk about sex is like like mm, only in school in all honesty exactly. it's like such a weird topic anyway so it's like mm-hmm. oh let's just brush through this and then yeah and they That's just like so i know they made us recite something in school like back in my junior school they'll be like i was actually thinking about this the other day it was like say no to sex say <laughs> no to strangers say no to sugar mummies like And then oh now I'm God. looking at my life, you know, and just things like that and I'm like, did I really like I knew this by heart, but like, you know, just did my really actions and things this? like like did I really know this? You know, I mm-hmm. went to girl child, just things like that. But mm-hmm. I feel like they they I don't know how they can make these lessons a bit more effective. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. because they just That's make so you true. recite stuff, but just because you recite it does not mean you're actually going to you know to know act it. in line or whatever yeah. yeah yeah that's so true i literally knew this one that was books before boys because boys bring bring babies <laughs> <laughs> that's the only one i knew wow And that's crazy because that's just a rhyme that's, yeah yeah that's just a rhyme. <laughs> it's just a rhyme it's just a rhyme so But anyway like... so i got pregnant right yeah But the guy that i got pregnant with he was like a, a very you know coming from the past that i came from the the chaos that was in my family at that point when mm. i was growing up i sought love so much yeah. from external yeah. spaces yeah. so i hung on to desperate because yeah. i thought i was in love i would no cap mm-hmm. i thought i mm. was in love i thought it was my best friend he was yeah. nothing to yeah. but in my mind at that point because i need to feel even if he treated me badly or yeah. in a toxic way the little good moments we had yeah on to there yeah. like he is the best thing that yeah you know yeah yeah so i totally get you about I, my yeah. my past my mm. my sexual history mm. and i think the only time i'd ever spoken about my sexual history before this guy, when i was at the, the boarding school the girls high uh they brought a counselor and they said now we have a counselor if you ever want to talk and i opened up to her and I, that's the first i ever spoke about it and yeah. she 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 was very helpful with your mom etc etc but that never happened ended there and yeah. um i remember telling my mom and the counselor wants to speak to you da, da, da. but my parents really had to visit me at school because they were always working so i never visitation sometimes i'll just get yeah. my stuff sent you know but i wouldn't yeah. get to see my parents sometimes so yeah. this guy knew about my history and he i got pregnant right and mm. i stayed at the school for about six i was a boarder and no one knew. i was six months pregnant ma'am no one, no one saw my baby didn't my tummy didn't It's like are he knew that we are a secret and me and mommy have to call it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he like, was my back, mommy. Yes. Aww. And I was a boarder. The good thing is it was a private school so we only I only shared my room with three people. We had our own bathroom and everything. So Yeah. 
I, no one got to sew my body. My tummy grew like wow. Yeah. The only yeah. thing that was visible was you get a pregnancy line in your tummy, a black line that shows tummy oh, yeah. when you're pregnant. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. the only yeah. thing that could tell. That could Are you serious? Wow. I remember yeah. lying in bed, baby. I don't know where he was because there was nothing yeah. to show for it. But it, it would be kicking and... I did not understand the reality of my body. Yeah. I would be lying if I said, I was like, oh man, oh baby, we'll be fine. Yeah. No man. Or like scared. Like you I weren't scared. I was lying there. Mm-hmm. Why do we? You were just there. I was just passive. Yeah. I won't even say I was sad or depressed. I yeah. felt yeah. nothing that whole period. Yeah. I was yeah. just there. Wow. So, fast forward, um, someone, I think I told a girl or two at my school. And I learned with this guy at this school, but he denied the egg was pregnant. Which is understandable because mm. I didn't see even take a test. But at yeah. the same time, come on, I'm pregnant. Yeah. Duh. Yeah. And, you know, but the one thing yeah. I did grow were my boobs. I have such tiny boobs, but they grew yeah. remarkably <laughs> during that time. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, my, my best yeah. friend who was a guy was there for me. I won't even lie. I remember he moved yeah. his desk at school so that he could sit in front of me to hide my boobs. Or sometimes <laughs> if my ba- if my belly, if my baby was kicking in my belly, you could see it. Because I wore tight clothes really? I was really skinny. You know, I was one of those girls that wore mini skirts and tight shirts and, you know. Yeah. So, if my m- belly was moving, you could see it. So, my best friend moved his there desk is. so he could sit right, like, block the view. And yeah. then I sat at the wall. Man. Wow. The whole process. Uh, he was very surprised. The father of the child was in his uh-huh. own world. He was Not the so cool so. kid of the whole school. So he was living wow. his best life. Mr. Yeah. Popular. Wow. And uh, we had our moments, of course. But in those moments, now I thought, like, this is us, power couple. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, fast forward, someone snitched to the school. <laughs> Mercy's pregnant, right? Best believe. But the school didn't believe them. Because this person said, Mercy's five months pregnant. At that point, I was five yeah. months pregnant. The mentor was like... I do you know what a five month pregnant woman looks like? Yeah. Do you know yeah. what a five month pregnant woman looks like? And I didn't vomit. I didn't stop eating. I didn't. Since Are you it serious? Was like nothing was there. No more. Wow. My baby is the real hey. rider. I'm telling you. That's my rider will die. Can all my right pregnancies. Here. Can all my pregnancies be like this, please? <laughs> so someone snitched. Wow. They didn't believe. But then they started watching it because. This person, I think they snitched continuously. Like, Mercy's fucking pregnant, y'all. Sorry to swear. Yeah. Sorry to swear. But um, then the headmaster called my parents out this other day. When I tell yeah. you I had diarrhea. <laughs> oh, good. I was sitting in the toilet the whole time. Because I saw my, 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 my dad came with a company car. He owns a company. Oh, Sometimes he God. drives a branded car. When yeah. I saw the car... I knew. Oh my god! I knew why yeah. he was there because it was in the middle of the oh school term. God. I knew why he yeah. was there. He oh came, drove in, and my parents said we're uh, we're sat in the headmaster's office for like ah yeah. Uh, I was in Twitter the whole time, diarrhearizing my life away. Oh my god! <laughs> People, my, the two friends that I had told were holding my hand to tell him it's going to be okay. Little did I know that it was them who had told the headmaster that. Are you serious? That's the first time I learned that. Watch who your stuff counts. Maybe the same people that are holding <laughs> your hand. Be your own. Be your own. Fast forward. Wow. Because I'm trying to keep it as short and sweet as possible. 
Um, yeah. my pa- I was called in and then the headmaster said I told your parents that uh, you have to go home so I went to the hostel took my stuff and then my parents told me that he had told them that they think I'm pregnant they don't know they've heard way yeah. too many rooms but they don't yeah. know because they can't prove it because they don't look pregnant yeah. so my mom got me home and she, she had bought me clothes so she was like mm. yo where, where are this new stuff and then she made me change in front of her oh my god so i think she was trying to see from a woman's yeah. perspective yeah and once i removed yeah. my top she was like oh, oh my gosh oh she, my gosh the one thing my parents never did is they never reacted in my face yeah my, she just acted like she didn't see anything and then we went to see my doctor that same day wow um my my family at first didn't want the baby Mm. so they went to see my doctor so I'd know what yeah. it's still okay Yeah. and the doctor was touching my belly and he was like this is a fully formed child wow. this is a child mm. not a, a tiny tiny little speck yeah. of feet there yeah. is a child in there she could a literally go baby. into premature labor anytime yeah. wow. and my mom was like there's no belly what are you telling me that this I don't know the powers of God they were working with this child <laughs> miracle baby I'm telling you you know yeah and we went to so many doctors and we found a doctor eventually who said I will perform the prison but this is oh, technically at this point not abortion it's murder because yeah. the only thing we can do now is induce early labor I think at this point it was now seven months yeah uh, the only thing we can do at this point is induce early labor because the child is there it's a child now yeah. and she will give wow. birth but because it's a premature baby if we don't do instant take instant care of the baby you know it won't survive yeah. so the yeah. the only way now this process can be done is she gives birth and we the child and it dies in like an hour yo do you and know what's making me dog- feel better in this moment that yeah. you actually have the baby and then yeah. he's there <laughs> <laughs> oh so wow. literally the doctor was like technically we're doing murder this is not yeah. abortion i can yeah. do it because it's not my family i couldn't care less i want money I want the money. Yeah. But yeah. I'm telling you guys that and he told my mom especially that I want you to know that one day your daughter might look back and say you are a murderer. To you, Yo. not to me, Yo. not to herself because this is you, you know. Yo. And my mom came back into the car and she said, "Mercy, tell me what you want to do. I'll do Yo. that." Cuz I I don't want to make this decision anymore. Yeah. And I didn't make this decision because I love kids. I wanted to be a fighter, guys. I just mm. when I tell you that at this point I was just making decisions because decisions had to be made. I'm not even a saint. <laughs> I'm not better than my parents at this point. Yeah. No. yeah. And I said I'm keeping. I told them wow. it's up to you because I stay in your house but I want to keep. Yeah. Gonna do. And we left that doctor and we went home and then I I was I was still homeschooling because my parents yeah. told me to stop going to school. So I was still homeschooling. So my lecturers were paid to come to my house. My very same lecturers from my school. Serious? Yeah. My parents. Yo. Like, yo. Like, your parents. <laughs> your parents are the one. <laughs> yeah. So my parents literally came. Um, literally paid the teachers to come to my house. I learned, and yeah. I literally wrote my finals the same time as my peers, my my A-level, Yo. because my parents were not going to answer. They were not taking my yeah. pregnancy as an excuse. But it was a very <laughs> difficult time. 
it caused a lot of strain in my they yeah. were at the brink of so many things all because of me i retreated i withdrew i became a woman i mean i spoke of course but i stopped having and i stopped saying speaking out of turn in spec in fact i only spoke when i was spoken because yeah. you yeah you've ruined everyone's life you've wow. ruined it all for everyone you're not even thinking of yourself you're only thinking of what you've done to the family yeah and uh I had my baby before my finals though because my baby was in January yeah. the year of a level my baby was born at nine months I mean ten months he stayed in my tummy uh-huh. uh, I had to get in just into clearly was like I'm a yeah this girl is <laughs> not for me yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, and I had to get induced for labor, and all I'm saying is somebody's gonna have me to a chair to take me back to the lady. F Y I. I'm not gonna give too much information, <laughs> but no. Stop, no, no, please, because I'm legit having baby fever, and you're He's telling me gonna, who, my future husband is gonna have to tie me to a chair to convince me that we're going back to the label. <laughs> oh <laughs> my gosh. I, Thanks. I'm not even talking Thanks. about it. Thanks. Thanks, Mercy. Talking. We're trying to get hope here, okay? And <laughs> just putting it out there to all the women getting baby fever. <laughs> Great. But um, my baby was born with a lot of technical difficulties because, yeah. you know, as a pregnant woman, you're supposed to take so much medication for your health mm. and for the child. You know, like vitamins and all of these iron, whatever pills. I took nothing because my pregnancy was discovered at, I think, seven months. So yeah. I started taking medication at eight, nine months. That's too late. So he was born and put in instantly intensive um they had to give him blood didn't have enough iron and he didn't have enough blood mm. they had to give him blood but they had to give him through his head they had to... <laughs> wow i was like god you can't have put me through all this so now they had to they couldn't yeah. find veins on his body he was so frail that they wow. had to put uh the injection in his head in the vein in his head and that's me through there i couldn't breastfeed i couldn't nurse him that he was in an incubator the only thing i could Serious. do is change his diaper i couldn't wow. hold my own i didn't hold my own child for about two weeks wow. i had to breast pump and they had to f- through his nose oh wow. uh, yeah so now imagine seeing there's one needle going in through your child's head mm. one needle going in through your mm. child's nose. you mm. can't the only thing i could do is put my hands to those in the incubator and hold it I, wow. I, they discharged me at the hospital. I remember I refused, and I said, "These guys are gonna have to pay for my hospital bill because I was in a private hospital. Expensive. Yeah. They're going to have to pay my hospital bill because I'm not." Yeah. I stayed in there, and wow. I, I uh, the kids in their own intensive care unit, they have their own internet, and it's closed at yeah. night. Uh, you're not allowed to go in at any just because your child is in there unless they're in critical condition so i remember and kids cry at night it's kids mm, not because mm, the hospital staff is not being good or anything i mm, sit outside the intensive care unit all night down i didn't the nurses wow. knew me by now they knew i sat there sometimes i would sing sometimes i would wait to go in as soon as the door opened but i would yeah. never leave that little glass wow. room for kids you know wow so, yeah you're so strong <laughs> <laughs> you are and so strong baby, yeah and my baby left and you know this conflict the kind of support your family would give you is not necessarily the healthiest kind but yeah. you know you bless them for even being there in the first place yeah and because then already like and mm-hmm. being in an african home mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. most of the mm-hmm. time they're going to chase you out they're just going to chase I, you out you drop out of school at some point I yeah was. Mm. <laughs> at some point i was when my son was a few weeks old i let the yeah. dad see the child um, oh. my dad didn't want that 
Because me, I was still yeah. in love in my mind. We were in love, yeah. you know. I let yeah. the debts become yeah. my dad. Didn't want that until all the traditional processes of paying damages had been done. I let yeah. the, the the dad see the child. My dad found out, and he said, "Then go there if that's what you want to do." Yo, well, at least they didn't chase you up because you got pregnant. You know, yeah, now yeah. this was and like everything yeah. else. And I was like, so... "Okay, cool, I will go." Because in my mind, I was love. <laughs> Yo, my dad's house. And I got to my quote-unquote in-laws' house, and yeah. they sent me. <laughs> Are you serious? They said, "What do you want us to do? What can ah. you do with your daughter? Like, not in a bad way, but like, no, go back. You know, just go back Yo. to your family. We're not yeah. ready for this level that you want. You know. Yo. So now kicked out there, kicked out there. I felt like I belonged absolutely nowhere. But I came back to my house and my, you know, it's embarrassing. It's humiliating. It's degrading. Whoa. But then a year later, I left for university because my parents. <laughs> not even a year later, the time for university that came after my yeah. finals. Uh, my finals were in, were in October, right? The next year, January, I was leaving for university. So I didn't mm. miss my child long, um, but I did breastfeed and I left for uni, and that's wow. when shit. Wasn't that me. hard? It was hard. I, I I had bonded with my child so much. Yeah. Yeah. So much. I used to I remember I used to sleep with him on my on my chest like I laid him on top oh, of me. Lord. I wouldn't sleep with him next to me. He would sleep yeah. on my body. Like the body yeah. the body contact we had yeah. was yeah. even my mom was like mm 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 we're the ones staying behind with this child. This behavior you're doing is going to trouble us. <laughs> you know. Yeah. I left for university, South Africa, a whole different country. And yeah. you know, you're also trying to live up to expectations. You're also trying to be everything people want you to be. I went to yeah. study law. <sighs> oh, Hectic. Uni and everything. Oh, I left one tiny detail. Mm. I finally told my parents about my rape yeah. uh, when I was pregnant because yeah. you know how African families charge you for damages to father. Yeah, yeah. They charged him damages, charged him a lot of money, but he was for, also from a well off family. And my family was like, our daughter is quote unquote worth a lot. Yeah. You know how they monetize you. Yeah. And uh, the father of my child said, if you don't tell me, I will. Yo. And I told Yo. him, but you know why I was, you know, you were the first thing. Like, the reason I wasn't virgin was because my virginity was took, was taken, you know? Yeah. And yeah. even you, through intercourse, could tell. That like I'm not like not a virgin like I'm you know you can tell like technically we could even say I was the virgin because I was still very much intact down there it had happened a long time yeah. ago but yeah. you know and he completely showed no empathy um, yo they charging such a high price because they think you were they think you were untouched <laughs> oh yo and I had to tell I remember I told our pastor we had a very pastor at that time yeah I told her that I had been sexually molested da, 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 and the guy was saying that he's refusing to pay so much for virgin and she told my family my family was nope that never happened no she just wants pity she just wants attention she just wants and I told them I can take your house I can tell you in detail right now what the house looks like inside outside what the man looked like which room he took me to because it's vivid in my mind and that is the moment i doubted my own story because my wow. own people told me yeah. that it was a lie yeah and i had questioned myself yeah yeah you know yeah yeah you yeah. question something that yeah. happened to your mm-hmm. body something you felt some memory yeah. something that happened yeah. and it was hushed and ended there went to uni and then in uni, you know, I was just, you know, when you're just going with the wind, I was just going with the wind. 
everything was <laughs> going with the wind because I was just confused and lost. Yeah. And then there was a protest that happened um, where people were protesting because there was a rape culture that was happening around mm. the school, you know, when people mm. are spiking girls, raping yeah. them, etc., etc. And I yeah. took part in that protest. Yeah. I was very active in that protest. I even got arrested at some point. But <laughs> it was the first time ever turning like all that. Wow. Wow. That's probably why I got to a point where I was so active in the protest that I was probably seen as leaders of the yeah. protest. Not like a violent protest where we're we're we're, we're fighting with the police every yeah. you know, just like protesting, just, like just speaking, speaking up, up. Yeah. 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 And I voiced out and we were having meetings at the school and that's the first time I shared my story to a group of women and yeah. people came up to me crying saying the voice out and that's all yeah. amazing and everything but I after that I down wow. and I, because that was the first I had ever all of yeah. it and I released Yo. to release and be heard and everything at the same time now I have a whole police case on my <laughs> on my case too <laughs> Yeah. For the part, I that's the first time I fell into depression. It was Yo. deep, and I wouldn't leave a room. I wouldn't. I wouldn't open my. I was depressed. I was in the gutters. I started to self harm. Yeah. yeah. Trigger warning yeah. to people who are going to listen from this point. It's about real. About hey. To share the details. Deep. I got. I got. I sought therapy. Mm. The school had a therapy that was available, and there was this lace. Her soul, she helped understand <laughs> my, helped me to finally wow. all from the wow. trauma that I that I that I inherited from yeah. growing up in a family that had abuse written over it, mm. to being abused myself, to having my lady yeah. being pregnant, being yo, it was a lot. yeah, uh, but it was a short time. I couldn't mm. handle it at all, mm. and I. Remember, at some point, I self so much that my wrists were, li- my hands were literally covered. In- to this point, I have scars. And Are you serious? I remember one morning I was walking mm. to my therapist's office. The long that was so key because wow. I had almost I wasn't trying to end my life. Yeah, yeah. I was just a yeah. self. And yeah. then I went to the to her office crying. I didn't have an appointment. And the lady at the reception was like, "Why? Who do you want to see in reception? My therapist's name." The therapist. And yeah. she said, "But you don't have an appointment." And I was crying. I was like, "I need to see her, like now." <laughs> and then they opened what? the door, and yeah. I went in. And she said, "Mercy, what's wrong?" All I could do was just pull down my. And she called nine well, one one in South Yo. Africa. I don't know what the number yeah. is. Instantly, <laughs> sit down, yeah. open, open your sleeves. Da 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 da. Ambulance. I left the therapist in an ambulance hospital. They put me on what they call twenty four seven security, where you are super every when you're there. I was considered a mental, mentally ill. Person. Wow. Uh, I had a lot of friends. I was a little, if I can say, so popular in, in university because I told you I went through the window. I was everywhere. And yeah. No one came to see. Whoa! But they knew because my warden at my hostel, people knew that I was in a good space. But no one came. I think um, I had some friends who came just once. I was in that hospital for a week. Yeah. Except my therapist. That's so when. How I did that make you feel? That's when I born so, alone. I so. never felt lonely. Never felt yeah. Lonely. I but I got up from the bed. My they called my mom then. The university called my mom and she had to pick me up and they told her that I had to get therapy before I could come back to the university. I had mm. to be certified by a psychiatrist, not a psychologist, that a I was in a mentally good space to go back. Uh got home. My parents were like, See now what you trying to do? No. Mm. What is depression? 
and a blind modesty. Everyone hmm. struggles in life. Everyone has been mm. through things in life. You take responsibility for your pain and you keep it moving. I remember my parents took me. They my 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 dad was like hospitals like and they wanted to take me i think it's called zim care where probably yeah. mentally ill people are taken care of and luckily i think we got there and it was closed for a visitation or whatever, and i couldn't see that i think if i had seen that it would have traumatized worse mm. but they were trying to show me that this is where we'll keep you <laughs> you want to keep up this thing you're doing nothing is wrong with ah. you get up and keep it moving i did yeah. say i love my family they just have their own way of loving i'm not yeah. here to bash my i yeah. love them so yeah. much yeah. Yeah. and uh they signed me up with a psychiatrist and said you're gonna tell that psychiatrist that you're okay 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 cool <laughs> okay we agree. Yo. i go to the psychiatrist do you know what i do me i tell her oh my problems <laughs> i was yeah, like i've girl. actually gotten a chance you're lying yeah you <laughs> let fine. me tell you <laughs> i told her everything from yeah everything that i've ever seen experienced felt and unfortunately they diagnosed me with uh, i was diagnosed ah, with ah. three mental illnesses actually bipolar depression actually four <laughs> bipolar depression post-traumatic stress disorder and borderline personality but bipolar was a misdiagnosis the reason i understand though why they thought i was bipolar the reason why they thought i was was because at that time i was feeling everything and anything so yeah. much because yeah. it was the first time i'd ever released all my emotions so i was very yeah. erratic yeah my moods yeah. changed instantly i could i understand why they thought i was bipolar. i yeah. didn't have myself at that yeah so eventually I think you might have to turn this into like two episodes. <laughs> yeah, I think I think I'll do that. <laughs> I think If I'll you want me to stop, I'll stop. But no, I can keep girl, going. <laughs> please, please. I'll try to wrap it up now. I'm at, I'm almost at the end. So, <sighs> hey, take your time, though. Take your time. Eventually, uh, so they diagnosed me with all of this. My parents are like, "This is not what we agreed," but okay. Yeah. And she gave me a prescription for bipolar, mm. and they sent me back to, to university. As a family we never actually that it happened the fact that i was hospital and my wrists were full of scars and i no. was seeing us as a family we never addressed i remember one day i was crying and my mom went and said you just started and my dad the next morning spoke to me he said how you react affects your mother you need to watch how you how you handle your emotions and i was yeah. thinking if i'm crying think about how i'm feeling as compared to how no. you're feeling as a third part okay yeah i would touch you guys I yeah. and i think from that point i decided that home was not a space to express them yeah yeah and that's okay i think you yeah you just reached that point yeah you can't change people's reactions and those ways of thinking mm-hmm. and you etc mm-hmm. etc 